Welcome to the Vibe Within podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. Each week, we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness, yoga, addiction, spirituality, mental health, rituals, and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real-life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you are not alone. So let's connect and heal our vibe within. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Vibe Within podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. I am kind of going through a little bit of a weird thing with my voice, so just bear with me. I really wanted to get this podcast episode up and running. I recorded it at my mom's after I spent six days um, retreating and focusing on healing my body, and yeah, now I'm losing my voice, so that's a coincidence. But I feel a lot better. Last week was very challenging for my autoimmune um, symptoms, fibromyalgia and all that. So I'm going to make this intro really quick. Just going to explain what the episode is about. It's actually one of my favorite episodes that I've recorded. And I know that I always say that, but I really, really do think that I'm, I'm opening up more and I'm warming up more. And the more that you guys reach out to me, um, then I know if, if my episodes are resonating with you and I just like to get feedback sometimes. So, you know, let me know how, how you're feeling. Let me know if you like the episodes. Let me know what's going on in your life. I like to get feedback. It's really nice. Um, so this episode is, it's, it's all about um, <laughs> basically forgetting I forgot how to flirt and that's what kind of inspired me to record this episode because I had this this thought and I was like whoa I feel like I forget what it feels like to flirt or to have some sort of like flirtatious um energy in my in my life which is kind of weird so this episode's all about that it's, it's about sex the stigma around sex in a relationship and the stigma of the pressure of of how we feel pressured to be in a relationship uh cool loneliness i talk about ghosting culture expanding our self-worth synchronicities manifesting um all the things so i really think you're gonna like it i kind of get deep into what it means to be focusing on ourself and how we can really go the opposite direction so if if you're somebody who who used to find a lot of um satisfaction in sleeping around or partying or meeting new people or going on dates or whatever maybe you're like me and you've swung to the complete opposite direction and now you're in spiritual solitude you are in a synchronicity you know loving relationship with the universe 
Um, and that's all I'm going to say about this episode. I think you're really going to enjoy it. I'm losing my voice, so let's just get right into it. This episode is brought to you by Tonic Vibes CBD. Tonic offers CBD blends that use organic, sun-grown hemp flower from their family-run farm in upstate New York. Their original formulations were first developed by Tonic's founder, Brittany Carbone, to help manage her own anxiety and depression that she was suffering with herself. Combining plant-based ingredients like ashwagandha, black seed oil, lemon balm, and passion flower, their soulfully crafted botanicals work with the CBD to restore our body's essential balance. The magic is in the love and intention that goes into each of their products from seed to shelf. And I have personally been using their tinctures for almost two years now. It's one of the first companies that I actually reached out to and was super interested in their company because I loved their marketing, I loved their Instagram. I am obsessed with all that, obviously, since I went to school for that. Um, and I loved how they were packaging their stuff. It has a really um, light vibe when I look at their Instagram and it's female owned. It's a family owned small company uh, and it's just amazing. It's one of my top tincture companies that I work with and my favorite tinctures are the OG tincture, the Tonic OG, that has ashwagandha in it, black seed oil, tastes so good. Um, it's more of an awakening, uplifting tincture. I like to take it in the morning. And then I love their chill one, which is not as sweet. Um, it has the passion flower and lemon balm in it still, but it's more of a nighttime tincture. And of course, you can take these during the day as well in, in the morning, but that's just how I do it, and I love their tinctures so much. They also do little roll-on topicals, and they are doing CBD flower as well. So I really recommend getting into Tonic as it's one of my favorite companies. Obviously, I have them sponsoring the podcast, and I love them so much. So if you want to check out tonicvibes.com, you can go purchase anything from their website and use discount code GYPSYLOVE for a discount at checkout. That's tonicvibes.com, and you can use discount code GYPSYLOVE, G-Y-P-S-Y-L-O-V-E, for a discount at checkout. So I have been on kind of my own little self-retreat for a week. I came to my mom's and house sat because her and my stepdad were out of town. And I didn't realize how much I really needed it. And now I'm just capping my trip and it's settling in and making me realize how important it is for all of us to take time to retreat and even if it's just a day or even if it's just an hour to get away from the people who are making you stressed out or the scenarios or whatever it it's really important to take that time and to focus and bring your energy inwards and allow yourself time to get away from social media and get into a different environment because if you're feeling blocked in any way like if 
if your job or your career revolves around some sort of creativity um, or art or anything like that, it's it's so easy to get blocked and to feel like you're not doing enough or you're not putting out enough quality work or you're not producing enough or you're not doing and it's just so draining to to be in that mindset and to overanalyze the things that you're doing and sometimes it requires a stepping back a drawing back a putting on your blinders kind of scenario and not giving a fuck what anybody else is doing because really in the end if you don't feel your best physically emotionally spiritually then you're just constantly finding things to soothe you or to take your mind away from that or to feed your lack of feeling good for lack of a better term um and you're just digging yourself in a hole. So retreat, it just means that we need to step away from the chaos and everything will be there when we get back. And I realized that since I've been retreating or whatever for six days, not doing much, um, that the creative juices started flowing effortlessly. So I have been creating, I have been feeling more clear, more focused, getting things done, checking things off the list, communicating with people, emailing, you know, just all the things. But it's easy to get caught up when when we're too far into... Um, the noise, the noise. And when you step away from the noise and you kind of put yourself in a quiet room with no furniture, all you can do is sit on the floor and just think. So when I removed myself from Philly for a week and gave myself the time that I needed to focus on my health and my mental health and my physical well-being, then... As I started feeling better after the first few days, because I felt really, really shitty with autoimmune symptoms and everything like that, then the creative juices started flowing and it was just so easy and so just light. So we have to take this time to focus on our physical health because that's the gateway to our emotional health, emotional intelligence, and creative So that's what we need to do more of, is step back and focus more on our physical health. And now that I'm feeling more clear, and I'm feeling more in tune with my body and my mind, I've been thinking a lot about how relationships just seem, and I'm talking about romantic relationships, just seems so far-fetched right now and I could be self-soothing and telling myself that I don't need to be in a relationship or I can really be standing in my truth and saying I don't need to be in a relationship because I'm focusing on myself 
I'm not sure which voice is true at the moment, so it's just a confusing time. And when when we become consumed and kind of obsessed with our flow state and healing, and for me, I've been really getting into Dharma recovery meetings and meditation and creating and writing and working and all these things that maybe you can also relate in that sense. Maybe you're just really lost in your flow and it feels good, but then you kind of get, you kind of stop for a second and you stop in your tracks and you're like, oh shit, but I'm alone. And I feel like I've completely lost the drive, the energy, the desire to put myself out there in a new relationship or romantic partnership and it's okay but it's also like questionable like is this normal because I forgot what it feels like I forgot what it feels like to have a romantic possibility in my life or even somebody that I text that's like you know flirting so it just it's interesting the older we get it's like where where do we even meet people if you know like bars aren't really an option clubs and partying is not really my cup of tea anymore the dharma recovery meetings are awesome but I'm pretty much the youngest one in there by a lot of years it's pretty much all older dudes who are like ex-punk rockers like Ramones loving alcoholics addicts who like have children who are my age and like I actually really enjoy being in that kind of group setting because I like feeling like the young one because I've been doing a lot of reparenting kind of work um if you're familiar with like the work that Lacey Phillips does um reparenting myself and understanding what kind of parent and role model I needed growing up and kind of rewiring and reparenting my childhood. So it's nice to be in a room full of adults who are just there allowing me to speak exactly what I need to speak um, and putting all of my burdens out into the circle and telling them my secrets, things that I would never tell my parents because when we talk to our parents, we talk in a different way. And when we step into a meeting or a support group, we talk in a way that we just don't give a fuck because we're not trying to prove ourselves and nobody in that circle knows us from who we were years ago. So really, we have nothing to lose and it's it just feels so in alignment to be truthful of what you're going through so I like being in that scenario of having a lot of like older people around but getting back to what I was saying is that I'm not gonna meet like I doubt I'm gonna meet um, a romantic interest at a dharma meeting or a meditation group nor would I say that I am really expecting that or would I want that. Um, But I do know that I feel like I'm in my prime and I'm, you know, 
evolving and expanding and growing into a better person or at least I'm trying and I feel like as I'm shedding these layers I it would be cool to have uh, someone to tell about my day or just like it would be cool to have someone like interested in like what I'm doing and like my projects and stuff but then it's like why is it because I want validation is it because I want attention? Is it because I feel like I don't give myself enough authority and um, self-love? And like, I know I'm badass and I know that I'm cool and I really am enjoying who I'm becoming with my podcast and yoga and my career is changing. Like our careers are always changing, you know, one month we might get an intuitive hit that we want to do something complete, completely different and it just like plants the seed of like what we're really fully capable of and our what we're what our high potential is but what i'm saying is what is the reason why we crave a relationship i mean other than loneliness because obviously loneliness is a huge um, epidemic that's going on in this country and in this society and generation and culture but the older we get is it because we need to feel like we're being seen and heard like it's not enough for us to give ourselves the love and compassion and we need that connection with someone else like yeah it is true because the human race being a human we need physical connection we need physical touch um and after stepping away from from that and from partying and kind of being celibate after having a lot of toxic sexual relationships and toxic um, and very confusing sexual encounters, um, I wouldn't change it because it's given me a way, way more enlightened perspective on what healthy and not healthy sexual um, situations are. And I have become very compassionate for myself and my body because of the trauma that it has been through. So, yeah, like when there's trauma, I guess I'm trying to hash this out in my mind with, with you guys because I'm sure I'm not alone here. When there's trauma, whether it's sexual, emotional, um, verbal, physical, whatever it is, abuse, trauma it layers and it builds up and it builds up and we become very skeptical and resistant towards somebody coming in. It's like, okay, but like, where's the catch? Or what are you going to do in a week? Or when are you going to ghost me? Or when are you going to, you know, turn out to be a psycho? Because these can be very, very real patterns and cycles and repetition that we can't get out of. At least that's what happens for me and I've just realized that the more I focus on myself and my life 
I feel like I'm more in alignment and I don't need, I don't have that craving. It's not as deep or as intense to have that craving to have someone come in and like nurture me. And it's kind of scary at times to feel so independent and looking at a relationship as like an ew factor like ew I don't need that ew I don't want that that's a problem I think that's an issue I think and it's um it can raise some some you know questioning towards myself because has this wall that I've built been built so incredibly high that um it's acting as a complete blockage for me to let anybody in now and is it possible to forget how to flirt (laughs) and you know has my yoga teacher persona turned me into an empath who just lives and breathes and follows synchronicities like the universe and her signs and her symbols and tests are those my romantic partners have I become so loving and obsessed with following the synchronicities that my love pattern is just complete like obsessive consciousness if that makes sense um all I know is that I instantly felt more free when I deleted all of the dating apps and I turned my energy into my life and my healing and and more towards the interests that nourish my soul. So that definitely says something that those those apps I met a few really cool guys and were friends, but like those apps were sucking the energy out of me like a leech. And I don't crave meaningless hookups anymore. I don't crave that. I don't crave drunk sex anymore. I've up-leveled and it feels good. And I don't need a sloppy kiss or another trick of a friendship that turns into a hookup that then turns into a ghosting episode. No, thank you. I don't need that. I don't think anybody needs that. Do you need that? I don't think you need that. I don't think that we need to feel so desperate for physical sexual touch that will hook up with someone who is a quote-unquote friend and then it just turns into a another episode of I got ghosted. So, you know, when you see a red flag dip, bye. You know, like being an open vessel like you are and I am it can it can get us in trouble and I've let men in and I have been made to look like a fool that I'm not and I have to keep telling myself that my empathy and my vulnerability can be taken advantage of because when you come off And I'm talking about me as well, not just you. Like, I'm not talking to you or at you. But when we come off as these strong, spiritually beautiful goddess and 
and masculine and feminine, male, female, doesn't matter. When we come off as these strong, independent, conscious, mindful, vulnerable, empath, empathetic, like humans, it can it can make the other person be like, oh, they'll be fine. They're strong. I can just flick them out of my life. They won't care. They're strong. Look at them. They're always they're always talking about consciousness and spirituality and happiness and focusing on bettering yourself. Like they'll they, it's not even they don't care. Like I can ghost them and they're not going to give a fuck. But we do give a fuck. And we can sit here and work on ourselves all day long doesn't mean that somebody has the right to ghost us or to flick us out of their life with no uh, rhyme or reason or adult conversation. That's just being a child. So let's just get that straight. So being an open vessel can get us in trouble and Now I'm realizing that the foundation of my relationship record was not built in the strongest way. So now I'm rewriting my past and rewiring the way that I look at relationships. And my relationship lows, and I'm talking to you too, your relationship lows and your relationship hurdles or rock bottoms are testaments and lessons from the universe that are showing us how much we can actually get through. And it's strengthened our threshold. And it's made us see through the bullshit. And so now, here we are. Now, we're shedding skin like a snake and lightening myself into this sense of, yes, I'm single And I forget what it feels like to have a crush or a fling or a guy who's interested, but does it matter? That's the question that I'm asking. Does it matter? Because we're conditioned through music, shows, and movies that life's all about finding the one or love from another human and that soul connection, soul twin flame, all this fucking stupid fucking bullshit. But there's so much more to life than just sex and being in a relationship. But there's got to be that healthy dose, that perfect dose of sex. But what is it? Like, how, how do you get that perfect dose of sex or physical connection without losing yourself? It's like all or nothing for me. It's like celibate or all the sex in the world, I guess. I don't know. But part of me is just like I do not want to have sex because it just like grosses me out. And I know that's not healthy either. (laughs) So I was just talking about this with a friend and she agreed. So I know that I'm not alone. And I know that I'm not alone here. Maybe, Maybe you feel the same way. But we can't beat ourselves up if we are single and we have to embrace our cool loneliness, our cool boredom. Because being cool doesn't just mean that you have cool people around you. 
it's fucking cool to be doing you and not be wasting your time in a fucking shitty relationship that is more energy sucking than energy heightening. And it's nice to put on your blinders every once in a while, like you're walking alone in a tunnel. And it's okay to be selfish. It's healthy to be selfish sometimes. You know, like recently I've just been focusing on meditation and walks and jogs and long coffee walks and going to a cemetery and just breathing and being and going to meetings and, you know, getting diving into Buddhism because the teachings and the lessons of Buddhism are very comforting and I finally feel like I'm being heard and I feel like I found a air quotes religion that or a way of living that feels so familiar and effortless and easy and when I'm learning about the stories and the teachings of Buddhism it's just simple and so to the point and it makes me realize that we spend so much of our time wishing and hoping that our lives were a different way or our relationships were a different way, or we had someone in our life that we don't. We have to be patient. So I think that patience is what it all comes down to, especially when we're talking about um, relationships and the self-love journey and up-leveling, and just sitting and anchoring down and not beating ourselves up for being single or lonely or whatever. So that's all I got. Thank you guys so much for tuning into that episode of The Vibe Within. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you're feeling good. I hope that you are happy and experiencing joy, whether you're single, whether you're dating, whether you're sleeping around, whatever, do whatever makes you feel good. That's what matters in the end, is that we're listening to our inner voice. We are doing what our highest self would be telling ourselves to do. We're not wasting our energy with people who are sucking the life out of us. We're not crossing a boundary with the type of energy we're giving to somebody. We're, we're in alignment with ourselves. We're in alignment with what we think we deserve in our self-worth and our self-love. And as I'm recording this, this little outro, my cat is sitting on my, my lap. I hadn't seen him for a week. Animals are just so amazing. They truly can be so healing, and if you have a pet, just find gratitude in that, that we can find unconditional love from animals, that even when we are living in our shadow and our darkest moments, our pets look at us with unconditional love. It's just such a beautiful thing, and I know that After spending a a few days with family, I definitely am still working through some of my shadows, my shadow self, the way that I speak to myself and others. It's hard, and I think that 
that might actually be why I'm losing my voice because I'm doing a lot of inner work. It's very interesting. So I hope you have a good rest of your day, your night, evening. Do you. Do what feels good. Stay true to yourself. Give yourself love, rest, compassion. All right, see ya.